Hey everyone, it is finally here, the premiere of season four. Ugh, I cannot believe it. We are already in season four. And before we get started, I have something to share with you all. It's kind of a moment of humility for me. <laughs> but we have been working to improve the podcast And a lot of that comes from things we hear back from you all. And one of the things we've heard a lot about is improving the quality in which we record the podcast. We've been trying to take a lot of steps in that. And we've been proud of a lot of the things we've been doing to prepare for season four. We even talk a bit about it in this episode you're about to hear. But God had to humble me, especially, in this that on the post-production side, we ended up running into a few complications. And it's ironic, especially with all of the talk we end up doing in the episode about how we are working to improve the quality that then we ran into all of these issues. So it is definitely humbling. And I want to send a special thank you to Alfonso Corona, who was so helpful on the post-production side of doing the best we could with what we had. So thank you to Alfonso. He is amazing. And we hope that through all of this, you enjoy this episode as we start this journey in season four. Life on Side B is a ministry of pastorship, a missiological ministry equipping church leaders and parents on LGBTQ inclusion and care. You can learn more at PostureShift.com. Also, we want to thank all of our patrons who keep the podcast going through the continued giving. So if you love the podcast and would like to become more involved, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash lifeonsideb. And now, let's continue with our episode. And we're oh. off. Oh, and gosh. we're off. Uh, you all, we're here for season four. Can you believe it? Season four, we are here. Back, baby. We are back. That feels like we are a well-established podcast at this point. I I know. I know. I I feel like I should know what I'm doing. Yeah. (laughs) Literally, one of my favorite moments at Revoice was when someone came up to me and went, listen, life on side B, love it. It's great. Great content. So, audio production. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like... 100 percent well we learned as they we prefaced we it they were trying yes. to be nice oh we're good paul was so love it when people that. volunteer yes. to help with things yeah okay they, so if you're not gonna help like don't that. critique yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right so paul was going after that yeah he said yesterday he's like i'm so excited y'all are gonna be back with audio issues and all <laughs> I, like, I can't and i was like i was like this bitch you you should have just said so, so you're vol- what I'm hearing you say is you're volunteering to help us with audio. Is that what? Is that yeah, correct? You know exactly. What? I should have called him out on that. I mean, personally, I'm glad that's the only one of our issues that people want to pick on. Yeah. I mean, because there are plenty of issues. That's it. Well, and they're still listening. There's, yeah, they're still listening. So that's okay, fine. Right? Okay, you're listening, Hope. Well, listeners, welcome as well. Thank you for being here with us. We are so glad. And Elizabeth, welcome. We already did our introduction episode, but we're so glad you're here. So excited, y'all. Like already thinking about what's ahead. I cannot wait. 
I'm excited to well, be on the yes, podcast. Welcome. I'm excited to listen to the podcast, the whole thing. Well, we are, uh, yeah, absolutely excited you're here. And I would like to, how was everyone's holidays? Hopes and dreams for 2022. Anyone have anything that stands out? Fun things from the holidays or things excited about for this next year as we get started? Um, I got to surprise you in Florida. That was fun. Girl, <laughs> I can't. I was not ready. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I come home and Christian's like, I have a present. And for, like for all of our listeners, we put this on our stories. I'll like re-put it on or something when we do this in case anyone missed it. But Christian was like, I got a present. And that was after we decided we weren't going to get presents for each other. And I was like, crap. It was my favorite part of the holiday. And I had nothing and then to do with it. You are there. That was that was a highlight for me. Sitting um, on the bed. I love the video. Uh, yeah. Just chilling. There. Oh, my God. Josh dropped the yes. F-bomb a couple of times in the longer version of the video. <laughs> I did. I'm just surprised it wasn't I me did. that did it. Because y'all know how I can get. So. Can y'all hear me better now? Yes. Yes. Yes, we can. That's perfect. Way better, That's yeah. I fixed uh, it. Yeah. I have, like, the old-ish computer, so it took me a few seconds to find it. But I did it. Okay. All right, great. See, improving audio. Okay, quality. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Paul. Oh, God. Yes. I can't. So, uh, my kids. Done... Go, oh. go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say for the holidays, um, I was traveling to Maryland. My oldest son got sick like the weekend before Christmas, throwing up everywhere. Then, three days. My youngest son gets sick, throwing up everywhere. So Christmas was like vomit and bleach. And then our housemate got COVID. So our house was like a hospital, mini hospital all holiday weekend. And then I got the stomach bug after that. So New Year's, I was, yeah, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. But we're all healthy now. Yeah. I ended up getting COVID. Oh, no. Yeah. Thankfully, it wasn't bad, but um, I got it on Christmas Eve and then realized it. So quarantined. So much fun. Our Christmas was was pretty cool because it was like the first time the baby could like open presents and stuff. So it was it was Ah. it was it was was pretty fun. He was he had a ball. Oh, and now like his birthday was like. Just it's like his birthday is the 13th, so. He had like a, a trial with the presents. So the first time he was actually like, he kind of like looked at it. He didn't really know what to do with it. And then into it, he got used to it. By Christmas come, he knew exactly what to do. Love it. They learn fast. He, Watching oh, little kids demolish. He's one of those birthdays so like Becca, who's right around Christmas. That's <laughs> right. Get your Christmas oh, cards and say happy birthday. birthday. December 21st. Okay. Wow. Oh, you're right there. Yeah, my parents yeah. brought me home from the hospital on Christmas Eve. Aww. Yeah, like, my anniversary's in December. My son's birthday's in December. <laughs> Two of my brother's birthdays are in December. My mom's birthday's in December. And so wow. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. That's busy. So, what happened yeah. nine months before December? What, what are we talking about? It was like March, right? That's like, that's March right? because... I'm a November baby, and we're pretty much all Valentine's, Your Valentine's Day. Your Valentine's Day, yes. Yeah. I think March is we're cold and there's nothing to do, babies. <laughs> December, that's what I'm saying. December, where my mom's 
third and fourth kids. So yeah. I don't even know. Um, and then, but then her last two, that was my dad coming home for Thanksgiving because <laughs> their birthdays are July and August. You. Uh, but I can tell you what the December, the ki- the babies that were born in December 2020 and January 2021, I can tell you what those babies are. Those oh, are yeah. Lo- lockdown babies. Yeah. Those, those are quarantine babies. Because <laughs> it makes it sound so terrible. These are lockdown babies. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny because people tell us that. They were like, oh, y'all, was, y'all found something to do while y'all was in the quarantine or whatever. But it's like, we have been trying to have a baby for six years. I doubt COVID was made it what <laughs> made the miracle baby. That's true. That's true. See, all oh, these goodness. people getting babies, and I got a cat. Okay, I got a dog. <laughs> okay. Yes. You already have two children. Yeah, I mean, I even joined a Facebook group called Corona Cats. Of oh, all gosh. the people who got cats while they were in... Uh, yeah, in lockdown, it was great. You already have two yeah. kids. So I feel like getting another one would be like, yeah, that'd have been a lot. That'd be a lot. That'd be a lot. Don't even <laughs> think about it. Yeah, on a, on occasion, one or the other of them will ask if they can have a younger sibling, and it, mm-hmm. it's always a pretty quick yeah. no. Like we we struggle to take care of the animals. <laughs> We're not taking care of another human being. I got you off as a two for one deal, and yes, that's Goodness. right. If the, y'all were supposed to have more siblings, they would exactly. Come oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Why am I about to lay down? Oh my Cha- gosh. Okay. Changing the topics a little bit. Um, and Henry, if you don't want to say anything, you don't have to. But this is the first episode you've been in since everything happened. Is did I miss How one when I was feeling? gone? No, like, well, you, yeah, because we that all happened after Revoice. Yeah, you missed the Revoice. No, you missed the, missed the meeting. Wrapped yeah. up. So Howard, yeah. doing? was I not? I was on the December meeting. Oh no, you were. You were. Yeah. You were. Yeah. Yes, mm. I probably just. That's didn't. right. Sorry, we you were ended up you coming. Yeah, that's going true. To be able to. Yes, I probably just didn't have a lot to say. But then you were there. Yes, but I pulled through. So, so Henry didn't step no. So, no. I know many of our listeners would want to ask, "How are you doing?" Um, yes. I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I just laid down, so I know they know that. Um, mm-hmm. I am doing well. Uh, just lots of doctor's appointments. I'm on eight meds a day. Um. But yeah, I'm hanging in there, so I appreciate the prayers and well wishes and thoughts of everybody. Um, certainly, my life is a, a miracle, and it is yes. weird um, to like literally be cognizant and aware of that, that like I should not be here, I shouldn't be alive. But here I am, because we serve the God of miracles. Amen. So, Amen. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I'm... There's too, there's too much for you left to do, Henry. Too much left. Oh, too much. So I'm back, baby. Okay, y'all thought no, y'all gonna get rid, me, rid of me Nobody, that no, easy? No. No. Okay. Yes. I'm right back. And I'm just, I'm gonna put it out there for listeners. If you can still give towards that GoFundMe, do it. Y'all, medical bills are insane. I'm just gonna throw it out there as well. Y'all, I literally opened... I opened up yesterday just at mailbox like eleven thousand dollars worth of bills. <laughs> I opened them at the door and I just put them right. You're like return to sender. I feel that like I was like this yeah. right now. Every time we get yes, yeah. Every time we get mail, Jorge's like I don't. I mean know. because like I mean these numbers are made up, y'all. For my eleven days in the hospital, it was a three hundred thirteen thousand dollar hospital bill. 
I'm like, this is just crazy. And so it's insane. Yeah. So yeah. So putting that out there. Thank you, Josh. I appreciate that. You are going to be one amazing tax write off <laughs> for that hospital. Okay. I mean, truly Lord. Um, but yeah. I am back and ready to get back to things. So. And we are so glad. We're so glad. So, and that yes. kind of points us into our theme resilience resilience okay teach us teach us your your wisdom yes. yeah. how yes. how are you so resilient you know what just listen to Katy perry song called resilient off her last album <laughs> so yes does that I need do. to be our theme song, song? Cannot get it you. is okay oh death where is your sting okay where is it? <laughs> okay come on my first scripture reference okay this yes is Yes, like and it. song like reference. Okay, hell, where is your victory? Okay. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, so getting into the meat of the conversation, I guess we'll start with how do you define resilience and why do you think it's important for queer or same-sex attracted Christians? Anyone want to go first on that? Why do I always feel like we're missing a co-host? I literally always feel like we're missing somebody. And the six of us here, so we're not. We're not. Um, we're all here. Did we, have like, did we maybe have seven, like, season two? No. No, it was... We just have all the the honorary former hosts. Yeah. Okay. So close to Dig your heart. Your I think it's yes. just that we're missing faces. Like, Mar you know, you get used to Mary's face, or you get missed Sarah's face, and now we're changing. Mm -hmm. We're so glad you're here, Elizabeth, and you completely... Yeah. I know. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Henry. <Okay. laughs> no. Like, You're a great addition. Something's not cutting it yet. <laughs> no. Uh, but uh, yes, resilience. So resilience. Um, yeah. I uh, see. I think I kind of. Um, I mean, maybe just synonyms um, in certain ways. But resilience and perseverance. Um, it's. I think resilience is just having the. I won't say capacity because we're all built different ways. But I think. Having the knowledge that our strength really doesn't come from us ourselves, but rather mm. the Lord and leaning into that. And I think that's how we can achieve resiliency mm. by, um, what does it say? Because knowing in meekness, we have a kingdom to gain. And so, um, I don't know where that is in scripture. There's my Bible. Oh, my phone's right here. Okay. Um, but yeah, as, as I was kind of thinking through that earlier this afternoon, um, I just kind of thinking through perseverance and then so for the race set before me kind of as well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So those are kind of my thoughts. I think to resilience is about having a goal and staying focused on the goal. And so um, it's not just like dealing with dealing with pain or suffering although that's part of it but it's dealing with obstacles to the goal mm. and i think queer folks lgbtq folks might have a lot of training in that um in that like in in seeking to live openly and honestly, there's a lot of setbacks <laughs> um, mm -hmm. in relationships with people um, and in, in institutions um, that can really 
um, try and force you to to step back into a closet yeah. or um, to mm-hmm. be less than honest uh, or to shrink yourself to appear smaller, that sort of thing. So I think maybe we have a lot of training in that, um, but also we need it. <laughs> we need it a lot. So like the training doesn't mean that we're like superheroes. We, we all still need a lot yeah. of help when it comes to growing and resilience. So I'm excited to, to dive into that this season, learn from, learn from everyone else. Did anybody else in school have to read about, it was like a poem about like this cart that lasted a hundred years or something? No. It was. Yeah. Yeah, you have to tell us about it. Yeah, I don't remember who wrote it or what it was, but it was like, it was built so well that it lasted a hundred years and it fell apart all together at the same time instead of like hmm. breaking apart. It was just like one day, all of a sudden it just kind of combusted. Um, Interesting. Just to say like, resilience to me almost um what's the word like implies a sturdiness like something that is in a way built to last something that can can resist the things that it's going to um encounter the things that are you know like a resilient house or a resilient uh something is something that can withstand mm-hmm. and like and then after like as i was thinking about it, so like i looked it up and it apparently means the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties mm. toughness or the ability of a substance or object to spring back into shape elasticity and mm-hmm. i feel like in a in a way queer christians are almost like kind of like uh, Grant was saying that we have a little more training in that because of the different things that we encounter. And it's, it's, how do I put it? In a way that doesn't sound terrible, but it's like one of the things that builds resilience in us, I think, is facing those difficulties head on. And that's one of the things I hope in this season we talk about is how to face those difficulties, how to not shrink yeah. away from them, but how to go into them you know, knowing that God is with us and that we can face them head on and that will build resilience in us. Yeah, Ashley, I, I love, I was just thinking about like, when I think about resilience, it's um, how to, like, it's when you can get back up again. Like, it's just like mm-hmm. getting on the trail, getting back, getting back up from down or circumstances. And I think, what what comes to mind with resilience is that like you will have to deal with trials like resilience basically ensures that trials will have to be faced difficulty will come and that like there are scars that we have to bear um and when i think of people or i guess things that are resilient there really are scars involved. Like there, there are, there are that, you know, you see, like I love to cook. So whenever I'm cooking, if I burn myself, like those stay with me to the kitchen, you know what I mean? Or like if you have surgery, you might still have scars left of the surgery, but the beauty is that you've recovered. Like you are here to talk about it. Look at, look at the scar on my chest. Where'd it go? I don't want to get up speaking of that. Where's my scar? Mm. 
right there. Mm-hmm. Middle of the What's up? Mm-hmm. But I'm still here. Exactly. Okay. It speaks to your resilience. Yes. Like it's a sign of like not you have, but it tells a story, like you were saying, Henry, of God's faithfulness, his goodness, mm-hmm. the power that he mm-hmm. has to even allow us to be as resilient as we are. So, yeah, and I think, yeah. like, yeah. within the queer community, within the side B community, like, we're all, we all have scars, like, we all have stories, we all have internal homophobia, like, all the things that we've had to bear, even though I maybe don't hold the same, uh, the same amount of before, or I don't care about people's opinion about me as I did before, it's still a scar. Like, it's still a part of my story, even though it yeah. would hurt the same way it did when I initially had those conversations or had that feeling. Yeah, if as someone said one time in a, a class I had, they said, like, you know, scars, they're still there. They show that, like you said, that we've recovered, that we've been through something, yes. but it doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. If you go and you touch scar tissue or something and there's pain there that means it didn't heal properly that means Mm. that it's infected that means it actually needs to be opened up and cleaned out again Mm. so it can heal properly Mm. Mm. yeah Yeah. all the all the talk about scars got me thinking about like the little tiny calluses i have on my my hands after working out from your time in the gym because i've been working out pumping iron he's buff everyone um i'm i'm thinking about like like that that part of my hand it looks different than the rest of my hand because of uh pressure that I put on it over time against an obstacle again and again and again and again. Um, and I think that's something that we, we have a lot of practice in, or we can have a lot of practice in too, is sort of bench pressing uh, wow. doubts and fears and um, shame off our chest again and again mm-hmm. and again. I think um we develop some some helpful scars i think like callus is is a way to say scar that implies that like we meant to do it and we're gonna keep do like we Mm. it's it's a discipline that we're doing (laughs) and i think you know pushing shame and and doubt and fear um away Mm. from the most intimate parts of ourselves is something that we have a lot of practice in doing so well and grant there's something that you gained from it as well like you didn't just gain calluses you've gained muscle mass like you've Mm -hmm. gained strength Mm -hmm. and the ability to know that you're capable of doing something that you weren't capable of doing a month ago and I think there, that's the same with emotional resilience or with our own identities, the resilience that we carry there too. It's not even like, I think it's less about what you lose in the process and more about what we gain as we continue on the journey. Come on, come on now. And come on, suffering produces character, character produces hope and hope does not put us to shame. Come I on. Know. And how is it? 
That's it. I also have to say, I had a call with Grant Hartley this morning, and I have been pondering on the verse that he threw at me, that you threw at me today. Do you remember this? Because I was pondering about okay. it on this. We love a Catholic who reads their Bible. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. Okay. Yes. I accept that. Thank you. But no we were shade. talking about. You can take the boy out of the Baptist, <laughs> okay. but you can't get That's the man. Baptist out of the boy. That is true. But he quoted yes. to me. 1 Corinthians 4, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing uh, surpassing power belongs to God, not to us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not Not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may be manifested in our bodies. Why did I just start singing scripture for this season now? Yes. I just started singing trading my sorrows as you were reading that scripture. I think that's that's what some of us were talking about Baptist. Yeah. I think that's what some of us were getting at with like the the scar imagery. It's like carrying in our bodies the death of Jesus. Yeah. Mm. So that we can also so that his life can be in us too. I just uh we forget that Jesus, even in his resurrected body, had yeah, scars. Like, yes, yeah. he bears like, those scars. Yes. Exactly. They do not go away. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh, I think this and is he, the most Christian told... our podcast has ever got. Oh, my gosh. I was like, I speak it. for yourself, girl, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I mean, even I Jesus. I mean, where else is that resilience going to come from? Uh, okay. Henry, you know? who we has just quoted had... the Bible every oh, single yes. episode. Oh, yeah. Every single episode. I'm just proud of us that we just quoted like four Bible verses in I less know, in than like row. five minutes. Yes. <laughs> no, but that's a good point when you said that even Jesus had his mm. hands, like when they didn't believe it was him, he was like, look at my hands. Wow. And it's like, just oh, yeah. showed. Did yeah. Like, yeah. Did I mean, that. he didn't did perform that. a miracle for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He showed his scars. And yeah. anytime. Yeah. See, y'all are all so deep and being theological and biblical and i swear y'all when i heard the word the first thing i thought of was more 90s one hit wonder um from chumba wumba of yes yes get up again like that was my oh my gosh that was my first thought on resilience nothing theological or yes carrying the scars of jesus i was thinking so you're thinking about like yeah it's great so now we have a scripture and a song to go with this season. There you go. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, the, it's the on Instagram. Back. That's right. You ain't never gonna keep me down. There you, go. you know, there Paul you go. said to sing hymns and spiritual songs. Okay. I would suggest and be that song if you sing it with the right heart. I love I mean, it. Amazing Grace, Tub Thumping. Yeah, I mean, most hymns started out as bar songs that they're. I was about to say, didn't Martin Luther take bar songs and turn them into hymns? That's right. And I will take a whiskey drink and a sour drink okay. anytime. So, yes. yes. Oh, I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah, resilience ended up being the buzzword in education for the last couple of years sure. because of everything students have faced. So, like, it's been a word that has been rolling around in my head for a long time because that's always we kept putting more restrictions and there was more of this and you have to wear a mask or you have to have 28 days of quarantine or whatever it was that they were facing 
and it was always the kids are going to be okay they're resilient Mm -hmm. and sometimes it felt almost like we were expecting more out of students than what they had to give but then after a while it it showed to be true in a lot of ways because kids were a whole lot better at rolling with the punches being flexible seeing that there was a setback or a Mm -hmm. frustration i think especially of students that finished up their senior year and started their freshman year in college with these huge Mm -hmm. life milestones that didn't get to do any of those things and a whole lot of the time their parents were much more upset about it than the kids were and sometimes being able to see how the young folk can be resilient and to understand the impermanence of life i mean they don't have the opportunity to look back in order to be able to see how amazing and awesome those memories are and so they don't they don't think that much about it and i mean just holding things loosely you know yeah i was talking to a friend of mine and her son graduated during the pandemic delayed his freshman year because like they couldn't they weren't open so did it virtual and then went back for his sophomore year and then they're home right now again and i was like oh he doesn't get to experience all that and then she said he doesn't know any other way that like so this is normal to him and i'm like whenever we could be sitting here stuck and thinking through these things like oh when you persevere and just look forward it's like oh just adapting yeah, yeah. Like okay, Becca, that was a good word. Okay, like mm-hmm. yeah, that's a great way of. And she out. said she wasn't being spiritual. Mm. Okay, she was playing with us. I do here. have to give credit. I mean, that took the long way to get there. No, you have to give credit. I was to gonna you. say I do have to give credit because when we were thinking about themes, the first person who ended up giving me this idea unintentionally was I was having a conversation with the OG of Life on Side B, Meg Botts. And we were talking about emotional maturity. And then she brought up the point of emotional resilience. And it just started this conversation. And also just thinking in me about this topic of resilience and really how important. And I I already told you all guys this, but I will be honest with with listeners. I was kind of pondering how I feel like more than any other season, this has been the season where I felt like I'm coming the least like equipped in it like not that i have mastered like belonging or thriving or identity and stuff but (sighs) i felt like okay like okay like i have questions but i have my life kind of together and i was like for talking about resilience i don't feel very resilient and like definitely just in my own life it's been a process of learning like i just some echoing a lot of what you guys said, I, I think I've had to begin processing that resilience doesn't mean not having issues or not like, like I've always thought that resilience means pushing forward because nothing really phases you. But really, <laughs> I know <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm resilient when I get to the point where it doesn't <laughs> phase me. But no, it's been like, Resilience is like in my situation, I have talked in the podcast about like being bipolar and like even like working with my counselor over the past month of going, I've had to get to points because I've been having a lot like more ups and downs in the past month and having to get to a point where I go, okay, what am I going to do this hour? 
and going right now, mm-hmm. this hour, I'm doing this to deal with this because I can't think ahead of that. And like, what am I going to do the next hour to deal with it? Because there's times where it's like, I can only deal with this hour. I can't even deal with this day. I can deal with this hour yeah. and go forward from there. And that's it. And I think we're even pointed to that in the Lord's Prayer. Give us this day our daily bread, right? Yes. It's like, I am just enough portion for today, but also like, give me, I th- sometimes something that's like, I can just go day by day, hour by hour, instead of having to, okay, God, I'm trying to have the next three months figured out. Like, I need to power through them. It's like, uh-uh, I got enough to power through today. Okay, yeah. so. That's right. Yeah. And I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody is really at a place they're like completely resilient that they have this topic all together it is absolute process that's why we have to say those prayer those prayers every day like that's why we need daily bread because it's you know i don't i don't feel any more prepared josh than you probably do i i'm sure that all of us are kind of like discovering it as we go and we're going to be doing this for the rest of our lives and there's a reason it's called daily bread too just going back to what is being fed you can't eat one time and then be good for the rest of your life you have to eat every day don't i wish okay (laughs) my body would be snatched okay (laughs) no no you actually need to eat if you want to be like in shape and have a shape yes oh and and something i've learned from lifting weights is that you you want to build muscle you have to eat more yes mm-hmm. yes if you if you are doing a lot you have to eat more so take that for what it's worth mm-hmm. we gotta eat a lot that's all i'm saying we have yeah. we okay. have to we eat need a lot lots of Jesus. <laughs> and one thing that has stuck with me elizabeth you mentioned this in our planning meeting is like especially i think where it's like queer christians there's this thing of especially in resilience, I think when we are hurt many times when we have to be resilient because of hurt from the church, it's that also that resilience Mm. of learning still how to go to Jesus in the midst of being hurt by his people and not separating our resilience Mm. from God. Yep. Um, Wow. And just how do we reclaim that? Like, how do we like reclaim our resilience in God, even when the very thing we have to be resilient against is God's people at times. Mm. So, I don't even have, I don't have an answer to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, still I feel that. lost. Okay, I, was, I was like, did he ask that to somebody no, like just, expecting like a solid answer? I'm okay. putting that out like these are things that I feel like we need to explore. Please Elizabeth, and, share like, your wisdom. Season, I'm hoping. No, yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely like a big, a big thing. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's that, and it's a big thing that I feel like as queer the Christians, forest and the trees. Yes, like, how do you discount and want to write off the church, and still have so many people that are individual parts of the body? That whole versus individual is where so much of that conflict can come in. That mm. um, somebody tweeted about it a couple of months ago, but it something along the lines of learning how the church causes the greatest pain in our lives, but it is also the church that has brought the greatest Mm. healing. And that paradox of finding healing in the thing that caused you pain um, is such Mm. a huge part of that journey, you know? Mm -hmm. 
And the yeah, I think we have to take. I, I'm sorry, Grant. No. Yeah, I was just saying. I think that those are steps that we have to take, too. Like, I think a part of being resi resilience is active. So we have to put ourselves in those positions, like Becca was saying, to say, okay, mm. God, where can you still? Where are you teaching me things from the people that hurt me? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think. Um, a couple of my friends have used the image of the church experiencing an autoimmune disease, like attacking itself. Ooh. And the solution to that is not to amputate ourselves from the body, but it's to, to heal the body and so that we can still be a part of it. Mm -hmm. um, because mm. amputation is just doing the job of the autoimmune disease for it. You know, it's just like, it's just sort of separating ourselves from the thing that will that will keep us alive. So mm. trying to figure out how to do that is tricky, yes, but yes. I think essential. 100%. Um, it makes me think like when is resilient stop and maybe like us needing to walk away starts. Mm. In some cases, not, I'm saying throw the baby out with the bathwater, but I can tell you I've been in multiple church situations, ministry situations, where it's like, Elizabeth, you just need to endure. You need to be resilient. Girl, you need girl, to understand you know, that this is know, just was... how it, and it's like, I put up with a lot of stuff until finally I was like, I'm not making a difference here. I'm just actually getting hurt. And this isn't healthy for me. So I'm yeah, actually yeah. going to need to walk away uh, right now. I was just thinking through that whenever Grant was talking about that. I was like, you know what? I agree with that. And because even if, let's say you leave a church body, sometimes that the only way you're probably going to find healing is within a church body. So it's like, don't throw out the baby with bathwater. But yeah, sometimes it's like, I've got to go shake the dust off these sandals mm -hmm. and go. Well, and that's the um, distinction between the most resilient thing you can do thing you can do yeah. yes and i know for exactly. me that's been like the distinction between the local church and the universal church yeah like this right. body may not be a good place and i need to separate from that but mm -hmm. i am still part of the body of christ and there are still people and that's where Amen. i'm gonna find healing exactly. in that. Yeah. for sure there's the the lowercase b body like a a lowercase b body mm -hmm. And then the capital B body, like yeah, we can't yes. separate ourselves yes. from the capital B body, mm -hmm. but a lowercase B body might not be the place where we fit. And that, that sometimes, makes sense. Exactly. Sometimes you need resiliency to leave. Mm -hmm. Like that shows yes. your resilience that you're not so beat down that you stay. And that's yes. an episode we're going to cover because we are planning to do the one on when to stay and when to leave. So you see. Segway. Yes. Should I stay? Or should I stay? <laughs> also, a great song. Maybe that'll be yes. the theme song of that episode. Yes, can we incorporate that? Be, How much does that cost? This is I know. Be a, okay, this is gonna be a musical season. I, okay. Oh my gosh, if we could. Because if I stay, there will be trouble. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Y'all, so that kind of segues us into the next thing of some of the topics we're going to be. I really am trying for us to actually stay as much on schedule as possible this year. This year. I support and, that. And um, the co-hosts already know we're trying to get as much recording done on the front end so then we can actually keep our recording stuff going on. Yeah. So 
like so far, you know, we we have three episodes that are all based on what the patrons pick. Our brilliant B patrons get to pick topics. So we don't know those. We have hopes of which ones they'll choose because we well, I mean, we want to go to everything, but we're really excited about some. But what what are some topics or guests or whatever that stands out to you with in conversation that we're going to get? Well, give us the list. Okay. Remind us. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So for topics, we have, um, well, we have confronting shame. Grant and Elizabeth are going to be talking about at QCF. That will have already like been recorded by the time this comes out, but so excited for that. Uh, we're going to talk about side B 101. What do we wish we would have known on the front end of this whole journey? versus now uh we're gonna talk about emotional Mm. resilience (laughs) um Mm. our patrons are gonna choose an author of a recently book a recent book to come out so we're gonna they're gonna do that and um actually i'll say the book because we already know we're gonna be they picked bridget to talk about heavy burdens um so that one will be that yes we're gonna talk about grief grieving celibacy past relationships all of those kinds of things uh we're going to talk about theology um sexual integrity um creativity in resilience um we're going to have a conversation on committed friendships uh maybe some resilience in in relationships and those things um and that one i can confirm that one's going to be art pareda and the grief one is going to be Leslie Hudson Reynolds again. Um, yes. Um, doubt and deconstruction is going to be um, the other one. Yes, which, please. Um, yeah. Well, I'll, we are going to have Johanna Marie Williams on for that one, which I hadn't told any of you all that yet. So I think, okay. yeah. Fantastic. Um, Big sexuality fan. burnout. Like when you're being, when you're side B outside of the side B community or side B communities and those kind of things. Um, Come on, Greg. We're going to do a trans episode on transitioning. Why some trans people decide to transition, why some trans people do uh, like do not, or just like why, what, what things do they take into their decision of how to navigate their dysphoria? I think that's a better way of putting it. Like how, what do they take in, into account when deciding what steps am I going to take to to, wow. to mitigate my dysphoria? Yeah. It's right there. I love yes. that. Yeah. yeah. Like I, that's mm-hmm. one that, that I think people just need to listen mm-hmm. more and just be very slow yes. to speak. Okay? I was going to say, is this another one that we get to just shut up? Yeah. And well, we will definitely be doing, mm-hmm. um, doing the interviews. But uh, we will have two trans people, one who has decided not to uh, like to to take non uh, like medical interventions. Yeah. In order to deal with their dysphoria Mm -hmm. and another who has decided to take other approaches to mitigate their dysphoria. Um, Do they know they do know each other? They do know each do other. Do they like okay. each other? They do like each other. Yeah, I said, girl, I don't even know I'm, if I'm, I'm on a, this one. Okay. I am the only, and uh, listeners, the only reason I'm not like I'm not sharing names yet is because I'm I want to make sure we have people confirmed before I <laughs> before I do stuff. And sometimes guests change. 
the audacity <laughs> of Henry saying, no drama, please. <laughs> <laughs> Henry is reserving the drama for himself. He's reserving no. it. It's just for no. I'm over here minding my own business. Filing my his nails. nails. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping Henry was going to come to my house. I need I a manicure know. real bad. Is that uh, that? Like, I'm yes, yes. Is that that glass one? It's a the glass yes. filer. Yes, y'all. It like it gives your nails this shiny like <laughs> like you got a manicure and it's just a little oh, glass thing. Yeah. Uh, yes, That's they up. are both friends. Mm -hmm. Actually, both of them and I got brunch together once. We had a great conversation. That's when I was like, you both need to be on the podcast. Okay. Um, I don't know why I'm going back to that. Why is Grant really trying to come for me? <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Okay. I considering so I had okay. considering I had to die to get Grant to call me back. Okay. Uh, that is not true. <laughs> I, Did one drama? Did one drama? Yeah, I couldn't miss that one, Grant. You know I to be fair, when I was and talk to Grant. I said that to him when I was in the hospital. So. For, so, for someone who doesn't like drama, you immediately went to that. <laughs> I was like, hey, Grant, I just woke up from now. Okay. Oh, no. like, he was like, hey, okay, damn. <laughs> Putting it out there. Uh, oh, gosh. Yeah. No um, no the last few other ones, yeah, we're no finally oh, yeah. going to do an ace, um, like, episode it's been long in the running we're gonna do it and it won't so be the last cool. one i promise do you have anyone confirmed for that yet? uh we have not confirmed people yet on that one then we co-hosts are going to talk that about when to stay and when to leave unsafe spaces and then we will have wesley hill and potentially another guest on prayer and spiritual discipline Beautiful. You, know, I was, you know i was okay. we sometimes forget wesley hill has a book on prayer he has a oh, and it's amazing. It is. Remember back in the uh, day when I texted you that quote? Uh -huh. No, I think I, I um, posted a quote where it's like, um, people who, who deal with racism don't need like to, to like, don't need education. They need exorcism. Yes. That was good. I remember is that. Is that from his yes. book? It is from okay. my book. And it is so wow. good. Wow. You know Actually, Uncle oh, West yeah. don't play. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And lastly, we will also be talking about side B and HIV. Yes. Oh, I'm so yes, excited about yes. that one. Yeah. There are a yes. few other topics that are in the oh, choice, my... like the voting for the for the Patreon stuff. So we'll see to that or not. Um, yeah. Mm. So those are our topics that we have. And we're going to plan to stick next to it. Last year, we did 27 episodes. We're going to stick to 20 this year. So... Um, what? Um, twenty. Then with the Spanish episode, which y'all, can I? He just... says, <laughs> he says we're gonna stick to. I'm, I'm, I am sticking with it. I, I really am. I almost went up to like twenty-two, and then I was like, no, no, we're doing twenty. Um, I'm gonna be on that Spanish. Yes, episode, this year, okay. Henry Spanish. I already have your name on it. I'm gonna get fluent. I'm gonna get mm -hmm. fluent. Why? So why? I'm I didn't know. Okay. I'm, not gonna, okay. I'm not gonna slow down for you. He. I speak Spanish, not fast. Yeah, he does. Yes. Oh yeah. my. I know. I know. Yes. Ashley, that that last Spanish episode you did with uh, like Jam was great. Well, I'm so glad that it went well. Mm -hmm. I loved it. It was it was a good one too. I I really enjoyed the conversation. So what is this? What is this? I wish like y'all could 
What? Go ahead. What? I was going to say, I wish I could fly to like a Spanish-speaking country and record there. Like how you could be with me right now in El Salvador. And I can talk to yes. no one. I am so glad. <laughs> it's me and my two friends, and I didn't know one of them spoke Spanish. And it was the biggest blessing because we would be up the creek without a sail. Like, nobody, speak, nobody really speaks English here. So, so we have been... We've been relying on her for everything. Mm. Oh, well, that's so yes. I know. I'm so jealous that you get to be there. Oh, my gosh. Drinking out of a coconut, you know, casual, you casual. Are you having a drink right now? Mm. Yes. Okay. Grant, did you have thoughts? You looked like you were about to say something. Oh, I just wanted to say that, like, there's so many of those conversations that I'm so, so, mm. so excited about. Um, and the one that sticks out to me, I mean, there's there's many, and y'all can all share your the one you're most excited about or a few that you're most excited about as well. But I'm so excited about the ACE panel. I, yeah. I've been thinking for so long about how um, ACE folks have a lot to teach us um, about how, like, about sexuality in general and about how that relates to different kinds of attraction and levels of attraction and i think um the ace experience can provide so much insight and i'm just i'm so excited to hear from um yeah. from ace folks about yeah. that so yeah. i mean yeah that's 100%. that's one really sticking out to me i'm really excited to get into and i'll be honest it's one that we wait like it it should have been done a long time ago like we should have been having that episode should have been done way earlier, but I'm glad that we're finally doing it and that starting more. Cause we need, there are, there are so many ACE and Demi people in the side B community. Like those voices are important to include, not just on a specifically like ACE episode, but throughout, you know, our guests and stuff. Um, so being able to do that, um, I'm really excited. Any other ones stand out to y'all? You don't have to if not if you you could be excited about many and but if there's anything that stands out I'd love to hear. I was gonna say I'm excited about the ones that are I'm gonna be just sitting back and yeah. learning. Like one of the things I like about podcasting is being able to lead interviews and it be a little bit of a, a teaching experience so I get my mm -hmm. teacher fix. But this season there's a lot of things that I'm excited about because I just don't know. It's either an experience I don't have for myself or something that I don't that I want to learn more about so being a student more than a teacher this season is what I'm looking forward yes. to like I feel like there's some conversations that we're having this season that we've probably wanted to have for a long time and it either wasn't time yet or we just we weren't as prepared or I don't know but it's I feel like this season we're finally getting to a lot of those meatier conversations that we've been wanting to have and that's something I'm really excited about yeah yeah this is definitely a episode like a season where we had like 40 ideas and even just trying to pick out these 20 trying to get that down oh. yeah that was hard that's why I'm so impressed you only have it at 20 I'm, episodes I'm telling you I promised you all there were so I many promised you all we were doing 20 I have that that the resilience related to HIV AIDS wasn't cut. Like I was so scared that we were going to lose that one. 
And I, because I, I think just in general, it's a topic that isn't really broached very often. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, just uh-huh. the epidemic in and of itself was like quiet, quietly, in a sense, happening among the queer community and everyone else just chose to ignore it. And I just, I really am, right? And I'm just so excited that as Christians and as side B folk that we're like, no, we're not going to ignore this. We're not going to ignore this part of our history. We're also not going to ignore the fact that people are still suffering today with HIV AIDS. And I think we can learn so much about resilience from the folks who have walked through this life or maybe, you know, are still, mm. are still Like what, like you were saying, Becca, what a humbling learning experience. Mm-hmm. I agree with yeah. all of that. I, I oh just, I really think you hit on a, a point about it's, it's a part of our history that we don't think is part of our history. And I think we also forget that there are side B people that have HIV as well and live with HIV. And like, yes. this is, uh, a part of many of our histories and like I, I many of us even understand like depending on experience of that fear of going to a clinic by yourself to like oh, yeah. get tested not knowing what you're doing or what you're supposed to be doing or how anything works because the Lord knows the education system doesn't teach you and then you um, are trying to figure it out as like a young mm. queer person of what to do. So um, yeah, we're, I'm, there are some, there are so many problems that go back to Ronald Reagan and this is just mm. one of them in this country. Yep. So. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Well, and I think it's like, it's a foundational yeah. aspect of a lot of people's internal homophobia right now is yes. influenced by the way yes. our country responded when yes. AIDS, you know, in the late 80s and 90s. You know, you don't want to, you didn't want to be one of them. Like, that was one, a quick and easy out, yeah. and two, yes. a sign of your, like, how dirty and disgusting you were to a lot of yes. people. So, I, yeah. And you know what? Now, saying that's such a good point, girl, just because, like, I remember I wrote something in 2017, and it was a letter to the church and just to everybody about me being side B after I was side B for a couple of years. And I said something about, like, uh, Christians have a lot to learn from the gay, from gay people in the gay community, specifically yeah. through the, like, the men and women who dealt mm-hmm. and were the hands and feet of Jesus to um, dying and suffering people during the AIDS epidemic when Christians yes. were unwilling yes. to step in. And so... And yeah, and you're right. Whoever said that earlier, it's not a topic that is talked about, especially in Christian circles. So I'm so glad we're getting to dive into that this season. Even just like the way that small things have been affected. I can't remember where I saw this. And if this is somehow wrong information, please, please correct me, listeners or co-hosts. But that the reason why the acronym is LGBT is to honor the lesbians who cared for gay men during the HIV AIDS epidemic because of how many of them cared for um, their fellow gay men or queer men or queer, like um, people with AIDS, that that was why it started with L 
because before that, it was common to see GLBT as well. Anyway, that's not, if someone, I, if that's not correct, but I, I'm, I'm yeah. accepting it. It gave yeah. me pills. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Ex- yes. Especially because we know had roles, roles were reversed. Gay men would never have stepped up like that the way women stepped up for us. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole topic in and of itself. So. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If that's um, not true, we're just going to claim that it is. So we're claiming yes. it oh, for yeah. sure. Done. Well, I'm excited. And I, the one thing I want to put out to listeners is I don't care where you are on any kind of understanding of your beliefs or whatever. There is a potential, like we're going to have a, we, we always try to make sure our, our, our guests are diverse, like that we are um, get, catching multiple perspectives. And there may be an episode or two where you see someone who's on the podcast that you go, I don't like them and I don't like that they're on the podcast. We're trying to have conversations. And this is where I'm wanting us to be able to take listening postures of understanding and listening to people who have different experiences than us. That does not mean that they're right on everything. That does not mean that we have to agree, but we can take a posture of, I want to understand your story and I want to hear you in these conversations. And so that is across array of these things. And um, I think it's just important as a community to learn how to listen well to people whose experiences are different than us in whatever Mm -hmm. way that might be like, I mean, I could list off a hun- like um, so many of our our the conversations where that might be very challenging um, to yeah. do that. But I just want to really encourage having a listening learner humble mm-hmm. posture as we enter these conversations. Yeah, because I mean, what we're not doing in 2022 is living in echo chambers. That's so, right. Yeah. yeah, I think that's yeah. part of learning and growing in yeah. resiliency is developing that empathy to be able to to listen to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, yeah. you're gonna lack resiliency because something's gonna knock mm. you down a thought or mm. an ideology and you're not gonna be able to get back Come up. Back so up. Yeah. listening and processing is a huge part and of it. And learning from other people's resilience. Like, what good is it if people, we don't have to walk in their exactly. shoes, but we can learn from their example. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Y'all, I'm excited. This is going to be fun. Going to be good. Ah! All right. Well, season four. Everyone, stay tuned for this next roller coaster ride. You're going to not want to miss any of the episodes, sure. believe me. So, drama free, drama free. That's the risk. Drama free. <laughs> the episodes that Henry isn't there. Yes, drama free. Oh <laughs> Wow. Henry's like, I died. <laughs> oh, goodness. And with that, listeners, we love you all. <laughs> Try to have a drama-free year. That's right. Hi there. Thanks again for joining us for another installment of Life on Side B. For updates on new episodes, live events, and behind-the-scenes fun, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter at LifeOnSideB. If you love today's episode, please consider joining our Patreon team at patreon.com forward slash LifeOnSideB. Thank you so much again, and we'll see you soon.